This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddard's Real and Raw Talk Show. Good afternoon, everybody. Oh, good evening. Oh, good morning. Oh, is that good afternoon? Is at that point now, even in Alabama, was good afternoon. Maybe in California, be good morning. Yeah. We just want to say thank you so much for joining us today um, on the God is Real and Raw. We just want to um, say we hope that you've all had a good week and it's a good weekend. And as we all get ready for the uh, week coming about, that y'all be safe. Um, the weather's getting a little crazy up here in the UK. It gets cold one day, snows, and then it rains and goes all the way. Um, but hey, we're still here. So thankfully, you know, that's a good thing. Um, dealing with the weather, um, the cold and everything. If you can stay warm, stay warm. We just want to say that to everybody out there. Um, so today we're just going to get right to it. Uh, my week was, um, you know, how my week was, it was busy uh, working and driving. Yeah. Driving. All I did was drive everywhere. Um, you know, did a couple of, I didn't go as far as I've gone last week, um, the week before, but I did do a good amount of driving this week. Um, I stayed within like, I'll say within a hundred mile radius of the house, um, this time. So that's a good thing compared to how far I was traveling before, like three hours, 300 miles away, 250 and stuff. So yeah, I only, I, I stayed within a hundred miles of the house. So, um, I didn't enjoy myself. Um, you know, was able to be home most evenings. Got home late a couple of times, but all the rest of that, my week has been good. Um, it's been a little, um, I won't say intense. It's been a little bit um, debatable. Not even debatable. That's the wrong word. It's just been a little bit of, because we've been talking about what we're going to do today. Right. <clears throat> this past week. So um, we've had some very intense conversations and stuff because we had to make sure that we was both on page to do this right so um but otherwise my week my week was good how was your week i had a good week it was good it was cold you know walking in the cold and the snow but other than that you know made it through so i thank god for that that's all you can do just thank god that you made it and had a chance to see another day so okay i'm really happy about that and the kids were fine i know the kids were good yeah they were yeah Mm -hmm. they're good kids they are. Yeah, always trying to stay home every morning. <laughs> and I stay home. And you, we was able, you were able to go to church this weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we did go to church finally. For the first for time. town. Huddersfield SDA Church finally opened back their new doors. Mm-hmm. It's located, located over somewhere in Huddersfield. I don't even know the exact um, address, but I didn't know how to get there. <laughs> that's amazing. And, um, right, yeah. And yeah, we did open up. It was nice <coughs> to go and see the church members. Right. Um, for the first time in some years, about two years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Been so long, I can't remember how long it's been. But um, yeah, we've been a while see. for sure. Yeah, you wasn't feeling up to par, so you stayed home. Yeah. But we um ended up um going to church, me and the kids. Um, <clears throat> it was a little not awkward. It was just li- I think everybody was just trying to get used to being around everybody again. Right. So it was kind of like everybody was just like you know, um. Hey, Tina. Everybody was just um, trying to 
Oh, Bradley. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just got to see something. It's in Bradley. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> it's in Bradley. Hi, Tina. Thank you for tuning in with us today. Yeah. So, yeah, it was good. It was, it, like I said, I think everybody was just trying to feel each other out because, like, you don't want to hug because you haven't seen him for so long, but you can't hug. So, you like arm bumping and right. fist bumping. And yeah. So, it was, it was, it was really good, though. I did enjoy the service. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, that's about on that side. And you said your week was good besides walking in the cold because I had to leave a couple of mornings early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're spoiled. I am. And you you're know spoiled. what? I you love like it. me to take them to school. You, 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 especially when the weather's not great. So, yeah. Pick them up. You'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't trying to walk. You're like, oh, I got to walk. Even Kai be like, oh, daddy can't take us. So, I know, right? So, you know, <clears throat> that's how that go. But anyway, yeah, you guys have to get a little exercise this week. Yeah. Exercise is good for the soul. It is. It is. Yeah. It, it has my up. heart and, and everything exactly. burning. It opens up the lungs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so, um, like I said, we're going to pray first. And yes, then we're going to pray go. first before we start. Okay. You want to go ahead? You pray. Okay. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Lord, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share our testimony with people that's going to be watching and listening to this broadcast. I'm asking you, God, to be with me and Pedro. Give us the words to say and allow your spirit to just flow through this broadcast, Lord, and bless someone. Thank you, Lord, for your love and your grace in our lives, Lord. I pray in your name. Amen. Amen. So we talked about, so we're going to do a testimony, um, mainly Tara. Um, both of us. Both of us, but ma mainly you. Right. Um, and I just want to <laughs> just give like a disclaimer that um throughout this testimony throughout this conversation that we're about to have we are going is it may be it may seem tense because there's still emotions involved and even though tara and myself are in a better place now right than we ever have been with god and leading our lives um you know the devil's side tries to he's been trying all week Mm -hmm. has been just messing with Tara and, and um, she didn't want to do this. Should I do it? Should I not do it? You know, what are we going to talk about? Should I talk about this? Should I talk about that? I told we need to just talk about everything. So um, we decided that, yeah, we're just going to say this in the beginning that, um, you know, this is experiences of ourselves and our opinion. So we're not counselors. We're not, um, we're not professionals in this subject. We're just talking about what we went through and I just want to let everybody know listening and watching that um even if it seems that we're getting a little emotional is not it we are just um it's just because of the subject so yeah. um, with that in mind we're going to talk about well i'll let Tyler t tell you this is a taboo subject that it's not talked about in the church. It's not. In the center of this church. It's not talked about in regular um, circles. So we just felt that we need to tell the story about our experience and our um, life that we have gone through. So with that in mind, I turn it over to Tower. Hi, guys. Um I wanted to discuss my experience dealing with abuse and um, in our marriage. <clears throat> um, 
so how I'm going to start this is that when we first got married, uh, well, we actually, when we was dating, we I met him. And, of course, Peter was very attractive, so I was very attracted to him. Mm, <laughs> and um, as we dated for a while, and um, for about a course of six months, we um, we had a good time. I enjoyed his company. I um, enjoyed spending time with him and all of the wonderful things that you do when you're dating. And um, one day he asked me to marry him. And I said, yes, without a doubt, I did. Even though we only known each other for a short time. But at, I guess at that time, I was just happy where I was. I was happy seeing him. Um, I was happy seeing him in his space. Um, I was happy seeing him. Sorry, I got a phone call, came in. I was always used to be happy seeing him and spending time with him. And once we got married. <clears throat> Eight months we was together. Right. So it's more, it's a little bit more than a little six about months. seven and a half. Right. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Thank you for correcting me. But counting. um <laughs> but um when we first got when we got married, I think we was married a couple of months um before I actually we just really started to, to learn each other. And I say over the I can't even remember exactly. I just know we was a couple of months we was married, everything was going good. Until one day we had an argument. And um this argument just really escalated to where the first time my husband ever um, raised his hands at me. And um, I think I was more in shock than anything because um, I never expected it to happen. You know, I, I was really just like, where did that come from? Like, you never showed me this when we was dating. I didn't see the red flags. I didn't see everything. I probably, maybe I was just too in how I felt about him that I didn't just didn't notice um, the different signs I probably needed to see. And um, sorry, I sound a bit nervous. And um, the first time he put his hands on me, it was like, like, why? Like, why did you do that? And um, we talked about it. He said he was sorry and everything. And to, 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 for me, I thought at that time, okay, well, maybe that's just the, you know, the first and last time that that would happen. And then it has, it did happen uh, more times after that. And um, I was just like, like, Lord, help, Lord, help me figure this out. Help me figure out um, what's going on in my marriage with my husband. And through the whole process of dealing with different different things and different changes that was happening, um, I left a lot of times through the process. I was trying to figure out um, who my husband was, who our marriage, what our marriage was about, and and where it was going to go. And um, it was just a lot of times I was just I was just not happy with who my husband was and who he was showing me who he was, you know. Um, we did have a lot of good times in our marriages as well. Um, we spent a lot of time um, praying together and doing different things. But as I was going through the process of of seeing my husband, 
you know, being this person that I knew he probably, that he knew he wasn't. I was like, what's, like, what's happening to, to the man that I know? Like, why is this happening to me? <clears throat> why is he displaying a person that I just knew wasn't him? And, um, I was just pretty much, I was pretty much sad. I was, I was really sad. And it was, it was after, um, I was sad and crying all the time because I was just, I was just not happy where I was in, in our marriage. I was trying to figure out to what I was going to do. If I'm going to stay, am I going to go? And I think it's important, um, for anybody that may be experiencing or dating or, or in the early stages of getting to know someone, I think it's important to get to know who you are with. And I think for me, I, um, I didn't, we didn't have that opportunity. We just kind of jumped right into, you know, marriage, jumped, jumped, not really getting to know who we were, even though my husband did have a past and was married before and going into the marriage and then experiencing abuse was just, it was just really, it was a hard thing for me to swallow. And I didn't want to go into a whole bunch of um, graphic things, but. No, it's the real and raw show. Yeah. But it's a lot of times when it's just like to see him in that way was just hard for me. And I knew when I had my son, my youngest one, my oldest one, sorry. I was like, I can't have my son go see, see this type of situation going on in our marriage. And. So I end up leaving for a while, trying to figure out, um, am I going to continue on with, with this marriage? And when I decided to um, come back and I was like, I, I just don't, I, I need time to think. I need time to pray. I need to let God figure out. I need God to show me what I need to do. I never gave up on who my husband could be be a good husband for me. I just kept praying and kept praying and said, Lord, help me through this. Help me get through the times where my husband want to put his hands on me, where he want to become aggressive towards me, when we have different arguments and everything. And I got to the point where I said, you know what? I need to tell someone. I need to mention um, this to some to somebody. So I had some trusted people that I talked to. Wait, before I, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. But before that, because we've had this discussion, right. you was on eggshells. Right. Because when you're in an abusive relationship, the victim thinks if they do things a certain way, that everything will be okay. Right. But it's, it's, it's not, no matter what you did, I was still being abusive towards you. Right. Um. That's why I want. That's why I want you to get into some of the things, because I don't mind if people know. Right. Don't hold back, because you're holding back. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm just a bit nervous just talking about this whole thing. Sometimes coming into this headspace again Please. put me in a different yeah way. But um, it was times where my husband slapped me. It was times where my husband choked me. It was times where um. He, he dragged me up the stairs one time and 
I broke my hand. He broke his hand hitting the wall. I kicked the TV in. It's so many things happening that it become vague in, in, in my mind. And um, I spit on you. Yeah. And I don't even remember that. And um, in Bermuda Fizzles Hill, bottom apartment. Right. And um, I was just, I was just totally just hurt by the whole process. I was just like, Lord, change my husband, change who he is, help me to get through this process. I even used to ask Pedro, like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you putting me in this situation? So it, it took all the trust that I thought I had was was gone. It was out the window. And I just decided, I was like, I can't handle this no more. I can't handle my husband the, from the last time that it happened. Um, I think I had had my second child. Mm-hmm. And I was remembering us being in an apartment when we lived in Bermuda. And it actually got worse when I left home, when I left my family. It actually got worse when we moved away. And I wasn't around people that I knew. And once we got to Bermuda, <clears throat> the time that, that that's coming through my mind right now, the time when Sky was in her baby seat, I remember my baby was in her baby seat, and we got into an argument, and he choked me, and I was like, I just couldn't, I couldn't even breathe, and um, at that time he went to work that day, and and I left, I left, and I said I, I can't do it no more. I left and I left for a while, didn't I? I honestly don't remember how long you left for, <laughs> but I know you left. I know I left for for a bit. Six months to a year. Right. I can't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I don't. You uh, left you left all in toll the first remember sixteen years. Right. You've been here four and a half, five. Right. So the first eleven years, you probably left eight times. Right. Seven, eight around there. Yeah. The hardest part is to be married to someone that you love and they hurt you physically. Mm-hmm. That was the hard part. And that's for me, I was like, is it is it going to change? Is it going to get better? Can he get better? And through it all, I never, I knew God kept saying to her, I don't, God never hardened my heart towards my husband. He allowed me to still love him, even though things wasn't looking good. That's not true. Wasn't going good. I mean, no, God did help you, but you did fall out of love with me at one point. We had that conversation. At at one point, I did. I fell out of love with you, but I still wanted to be with you. Right. But I mean, you still felt out of love. Yeah, I just didn't want to be in the situation. You didn't, right. That's what I mean. You fell out of love in the sense of if I was going to continue to do what I was doing. You was going to fall out of love with me, but you was you was on the way of I was falling. almost there. Yeah, you was really close to that stage in yeah. our marriage. Either way, whether I was close or not, God never got got me to the point where He said, "Her, you know, just go, just leave." And and the time that I was away, I had a lot of time to think, pray, and meditate, and ask God to. I just just kept praying for Him. I was like, Lord. Help him to be the husband he needs to be for me and the father he needs to be for my children. So that's not something I wanted to display to them. I had told him, I said, I'm not going to let my son and my daughter at the time, we only had two children um, together. I told her I'm not going to allow them to grow up in a home where they see their father be abusive towards me because I knew it was not going to help them as they got older. And it definitely wasn't going to help our marriage to continue on that way. 
So the time of separation that we needed was needed for me. And I think it was also needed for Pedro. And I said, the only way I come back to this marriage is that you get some help and that that you truly get some help and pray and ask God to get you through this. And I had to be away while all of that was happening. No, actually, not to, you forget that. You was actually in Bermuda when we had this conversation. Mm-hmm. You was going to leave. And I said to you, okay, I need to get help. Right. And I said, who can, I'll call somebody. And he was like, who can we call? Because Bermuda is such a small community. We didn't want to just go and just put our business out there. Right. Because like I said, it was, this was all happening while we was in church. Right. Sabbath mornings, we was having fights and I was doing things to you. And then you had to go up there. Like we talked about, you had to go up there and sing after just having a, a nasty fight with me earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, just anything. We just, it seemed like the fights, the devil, see, the devil knows how to manipulate things. Right, he definitely And it does. seemed like the fights used to always happen. Around the time I needed to do. Do something. Right. For God's will. Mm-hmm. And even, even, and I'm not getting graphic here, but even when we had, what's the word, cultists, or even when we were together intimately. Right. We seem to have fights after that. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. I don't. I really I don't. remember. A that. lot of things we, is kind of we would have we would have some of our worst fights after we was intimate with each other. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason something would just pop off. Like maybe maybe it was um connecting us and then the devil's like, mm So then he would just put something there. Mm-hmm. Like because at that time I was I was in a real bad place and I was not only was I being abusive, I was You're just hiding angry things. all the time. I was angry all the time, but not just that, I was hiding stuff from you. Mm-hmm. I was hiding stuff and then all of a sudden it'll pop up out the blue. You wouldn't know nothing about it, but then all of a sudden you'll find out and that will start the argument. It'll start the and argument. then I'll be abusive again towards you. Mm-hmm. You know, and this was going on from New York. This part of the reason why. I believe I was, I know. It's part of the reason why I didn't like New York, too. Yeah, I understand that. Um, that's why I got deported. Mm-hmm. Because of my my temper and my abusive state that I was in. Right. Because um, if, as we was talking about the signs, even when we was married and um, I was driving for work, you would call me because, you know, and I, I we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. I just want no to worries. give you a brief, you know. Mm-hmm. And as I said, you was not immature. You was mature for your age. Right. But you was immature for the relationship that we was in. Especially coming into right. a marriage coming where you've been married, marriage, I've been married before. And, and he was nine years older children than me. Right. Not, right. And I think that's why your parents didn't want you to marry me. Right. Um, And then I think because of the mature immaturity for the relationship, you, every little thing just scared you. And even if I showed you that I was doing it. Um, and not all the time you, would, you did. No, no, because I still messed up because right. my abuse started before I even got with you. I was already abusive before I met you, as I've learned after right. talking, after you and I have had conversations, after praying with God and things i was already abusive before i met you 
my abuse started in my in my other marriage right and um i just carried it over i kind of shunned it away but i just carried it over into our relationship so like i told you that's where i was wrong because even no matter what you did that i did not like no matter what you may have said no matter what you may have even like you know insinuated sometimes that didn't give me a right to be abusive towards you but i was and you know they say you know um i'm a sinner saved by grace and i am a i am an abuser but now the difference is now is that i know how to to handle myself differently where i don't have those thoughts that i used to have back then and um you know when we when like i said it, it was going on for a long time in the, and i and I, that makes sense for new york because that's when we used to call me we'd be having those arguments on the phone I'd be in the van with my coworker. My coworker just sitting there like, dude, calm down. It's all right. And I'm just, you know, thinking. And, and I'll be honest, I was cursing and thinking and all of that. I was just off off my rocker and hanging up. And then, you know, you'll call me back and we start arguing again. And we just, we was just going at, we was just, I was just going at it a lot. And nobody, and I don't know if anybody knew, but nobody approached us about it. Right. But. You know, it was like we was really, I don't know if your family knew something when they, because you was always coming back home. So I don't know if they, they never said nothing to us. I don't know if they ever said anything to you. I, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to talk to anyone about it. Well, you didn't want them to think of me as a bad person. That's, that's the one thing I commend you on is through all the, the stuff I put you through. Through all the things that I did to you. From my, of my own fault, you never once um, tried to badmouth me. You was always thinking about me. That's the weird thing. You wouldn't tell nobody about nothing. You would hold it in because you didn't want nobody to know what was going on because you didn't want it to look bad on me. It wasn't really even that you wanted to look bad on you. You wanted to make sure it didn't look bad on me. And, you know, um, I just kept praying and asking God to change who you was. Yeah, we were, we was actually the the thing was we were still both praying about this, but because I was being selfish and stubborn and pigheaded, I was still I would be good for a little while, and then I would go back to my old ways. Yeah, and you know then I would um, you know, be abusive again, and looking back it was it was a long string of abuse throughout the throughout the um throughout the time uh we had this discussion um that um you know and this is not me making excuses i was definitely abused as a child and um i saw abuse throughout my life and that doesn't mean that that should have, you know, it does affect you. And that's why they say when children see things, it does affect them because I can remember things from when I was younger right. up to today. And then I um, carry that over where I just thought that I I was not being a man and I was not sure as heck not being a husband. I was sure as heck not being a father. And I was just thinking of myself 
I was becoming, I was controlling. I was becoming uh, possessive. I was, I don't, as I told you before, the abuse sometimes I did because I was so, I was trying to show you it was weird. I always, I, I always had a feeling you. that you wanted me to. You, you were just trying to find ways for me to leave. Yeah, I was like, I, I was trying to show you that I could be that man you wanted me to be, but then you was being, you was so hurt. I See, was so I didn't hurt realize, because I was like, how can you yeah, be that man? I know, I'm saying, I understand. That's what I'm, I we right. know that now, like now, but back then I wasn't thinking that way. Right. So I was like, I'm showing you that I'm changing, but you're not accepting it, and then it would actually make me mad. And then I would become abusive mm-hmm. and blame you. It's, it's your fault. The other reason why I did this, the other reason why I did that, you know, it's your, you know, if you didn't do this or if you didn't say that, I wouldn't have did this. I wouldn't have reacted that way. And, you and know, at some point I actually started blaming myself because I was like, well, maybe mm-hmm. if I don't say this or if I don't say that to him, this won't happen. Or if I won't, you know, do this, he won't go off on me. Yeah. You know what I and mean? And it didn't work. And it didn't, honest, it didn't it don't, work. It don't matter how, it just seemed like no matter how soft I tried to speak to you. Well, I think because when a, when you're an abuser, as I was, as I am. As you was. No, I'm still, I'll always, you know, they say when you are something, you are that. It's just what you learn how to not be that way anymore. If that's what you, whatever you was when you was 10 or 15 or 20, God can change you. But it still doesn't make you not be not you can't you can always go back to that because the devil is such a strong entity. But I thank God think. that we but no, be in the no, better let me space. Finish. No, no, I'm not <clears throat> my point is that as people, as humans with sin, when we are something, you will stay that, but you learn how to control it through God's help. And through God's help, he has taught me how to be better towards you and my kids and myself. More than anything else, myself, so that I could be a better person for you and the kids. I was just I, I was just happy when but I came back and I made I the decision to come back. And I said, well, I won't, I don't know if he has really changed if I don't come back. Right. I don't know. You know, so I was like, should I give it a try or should I should I not? And when you asked me to come back. I really pondered on it. I was like, Lord, should I do this? I mean, I didn't want it to do it for my children because I know my children, it was just an extension of, of our union. I really wanted it to be because I love him and I wanted to be a wife to him. And well, I would say this, I would, I definitely believe that's the truth when you say that only because of what we had the discussion before in our previous podcast, Right. when I got deported and I moved to Bermuda there was your chance to get away. It was. And you did not. You still came anyway. So you didn't come. I had a not, chance to say. You did not come. You did not come because of Pedro. Because he was about nine. Nine months old. He was old. a year. Nine months old. He yeah. was a year. Oh, right. Yeah. Because I got, it was nine, eight or nine when I got locked up. Right. So he was little, just turned, he had his year birthday in Alabama. So he right. was a little over a year. Mm-hmm. So when you came, you could have stayed then. So I, you know, just for people to know, she is telling the truth on that because she could easily have stopped then. I had a decision but then to you, say you did. You was definitely coming because you wanted our marriage to work. I did, and 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 I just knew that you wasn't you wasn't the person that you was displaying to me. 
And um, because I I felt it in my heart. I said, I said, this is not Pedro. And I said, I know if I keep praying, I keep praying for my husband. I keep praying for my marriage. And every single night, I promise you, I pray, Lord, change my husband to be the husband he needs to be for me. And I knew I couldn't make him do it. I knew it's something that he had to change spiritually and he had to want to change. And it wasn't until um, I spoke to someone about it. And when you actually, when we spoke to them, you took responsibility for your action. That was the first time you ever said, I did this and I take responsibility for doing this to you. Mm-hmm. And that from that day. But it didn't end there though. No, it didn't end there. No. But that was the first time you took responsibility. This is the first time you didn't blame me. Right. Acknowledged that you that you said, yes, yeah. that that's me. It was that's a step, it was a first step in a in a process that took time, but right. it definitely did help. Because mm-hmm. was other factors that didn't end up happening that really like snapped me back into snapped me into place, I guess you could say. Right. And um and I just now that now looking back on how things was versus how things is now i'm like thank you god i promise you that i mean it's just like every day i see pedro as a different husband if we versus if we had an argument back then how it used to end up and how things used to happen i think we're jumping the gun a little bit because we need to get we still need to talk about it in the sense of that's that's the ending of it. But right. we need to talk about. Um, well, I get okay. I get I get a little background. Um, you know, like I said, yeah, I think some. I definitely know my abusiveness. So sometimes, I wanted you. Not that I didn't, I didn't love you, but I wasn't showing that I didn't love you. Mm-mm. So I I did not love you because I was being abusive. But I was um, doing it sometimes to to get you to leave, because I was just so in myself and I was so mad with the world in general just everything I think I was just mad and I just couldn't understand just why mad. he was so angry well because you know I, I'm a man and I don't let me, let me not let me rephrase that yes I'm a man I was upset of being deported I was upset about being in Bermuda you know I was upset of the support that I got and did not get or receive um because I was told, oh, you, it's nothing here. You don't need to come back. You know, I wasn't, you know, thankfully, I had family members that helped us to do the process. Um, and then, um, like I said, I was already broken before I got with you. And that in itself was my biggest and most regretful um, mistake that I did. And I don't regret a lot of things, but I do regret that I was broken severely before I met you. And it's no fault of my ex or any of that stuff because it's still on me. It's still my um, responsibility to fix that. And I will say this, that's why as men, when you are going through things and you're going through problems, we was listening to... um, a pastor earlier on Facebook and he's, he reiterate, he re, re, reiterated, right. What I've always said is that if you go for counseling, you should go by yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't ever go as a couple because 
it never turns out good because it just it, it just doesn't. And in the the weird thing, when he said that to me, I looked at you and I said, we was both being abusive towards each other. Talking about your ex-wife. Yeah, my ex-wife. I was being abusive towards her. She was being abusive towards me. Right. Different ways, but different things. Right. But she had broke me down so much that when I got with you, even though I was no longer with her, she still had me, even though she was in New York and I was in Alabama. Right. That string was still attached. You know, and a lot of things that I did, um, you know, was based on on that. I, you know, to see my children or something um, was used against me. And like, that's what we actually did. I, I actually buggered with you once. As many times you buggered with me, I actually buggered with you. And I said, I got to go back to New York. Mm-hmm. And I left. Well, actually, my aunt passed. So then I ended up leaving anyway. Right. But to your credit, you still came to New York. To your credit. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what when people say to me, you know, when people say to me, you know, your wife, and I'm like, it's my wife for 16 years, and I don't care what is going on in our life. You're my ride or die queen. You, you, you are the most persistent person I know that's always been by my side and has always stuck up for me. And like I said earlier, when you, even through the, the weird, even through I'm abusing you, and you're still concerned about how it looks on me. And I'm the one that's harming you all the time and not caring about it. But you, you're you still worried about how it looks on me. And I just, I know again, God put you in my life that that was the best thing that ever happened. I just knew I and wasn't going to give up on you. And I know, I know that, yes, I know. And I know that people are going to say, well, Man, you went through all you did all those bad things to her though. And yeah, but you know, and we we, we worked it, we've worked through that. And we're still working through we're it. Still working through we're it. still working through it. Yes, we're still working through it. Um we've come a very long way. A very long but way. But I know that God put you in my life for a reason because I just don't know where the road I would have went if you wasn't put into my life. And um, like I said, you know, um, it was just so, it was just so, you know, so vicious, some of the things that was done. And, you know, I, I to the point that I don't remember half of it. You tell me things and I'm like, I did that? You're like, yeah. And I'm like, really? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't remember that. It's like, I don't know if I just blocked it out or I just don't, I just don't think about it. Right. But um, I just, I just want to commend you as a woman because you, you definitely, um, the things I put you through, you definitely still, God worked a miracle through you because he still was able to reach me. I just thank God for changing your life Um, and you allowing God to do that. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was, I think things happened. Um, there was a point in our marriage where we actually was getting back on the road of recovery. Mm-hmm. And just like I said, when you start, it's like when you get baptized, the devil comes at you so hard. We were starting to get back to that, that level of, of forgiveness and level. 
of of it took me a long thing. time even when we got back together to yeah, forgive I know. you i know that but no right. but i mean you know we was at that point where we was working it out and then when we did it then a situation happened with you and we was like wow and we just went like okay and i think that's when it hit me that i could lose you and i was like okay i you know i i need to work i need to sh to work harder because i thought i was already working hard but right. even though i was like i said the devil's always busy and he saw that we was he saw what we, we could become so he said okay i'm gonna throw this little wrench in there and that would and by the way this was not an abusive thing this was totally just life right and it just made me it just made me realize like man like okay i need to step i really need to step up and then like you said we went we start talk i called and we met with um somebody and we sat down and that's probably the hardest thing I ever had to do. Cause like you said, for the first time I had to admit that I was wrong. That was my fault. And you never done that. And I never did that. I always blamed you. And even then I think I was still blaming you some. And they was like, no, 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 no. You cannot. No, don't do that. No, it's all on you. Doesn't matter. It's all on you. And then we started i even have... got to the point where I, I wasn't even being intimate with you anymore yeah because i you said i can't be... right i can't be intimate with you anymore because i just couldn't do it i was like i don't know how to say this how can i say this i i'm not saying i'm proud of this i was abusive and i was definitely abusive towards you physically but I never raped you. No. And I, I just point that point that I never I never made you do anything without your without your consent. Right. We would get into fights sometimes and then be intimate. And I think sometimes it was just a pity party for me because you felt bad for me. Um I could tell. But I never like forced you it was like you know come here and and thing i i know that right. for a fact right i've really been racking my brain because i know there was so much abuse that i i was really trying to sit and think is there times when i if i ever did that because we've been no to, you never yeah. you never did that right you never did because that. i right because we but because if i didn't want to do something i just didn't do it right and um i was i was trying to figure out my feelings for you right. i was like i'm trying to love him but the love that the love language you were showing me was different than what I was giving you back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to be a nurturing wife in a way towards you, trying to show you that I love you. I'm here for you. But then at the same time, I felt like the, I felt that like it was the devil, like the devil was against me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you had a funny way of showing me how you loved me. But then at some point I had to, it took a lot of, I lost a lot of trust. Oh, I know. 
I lost a lot of trust for you. It took me a long time. You say every time we every time we talked a, about something, was I was fair, like, it was the fear that I put into you. Right, you put a lot of fear years. in me. Because even even though you tell me something, I'd be like, okay, I didn't believe you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took me, and I think that was actually a good thing, believe it or not. And I'll tell you why. Why is that? Because it made me open up to you more, and to be more honest with you. Because I knew if I lied to you and then you caught me, it would look worse than if I was just honest with you. So it made me just say, okay, I need to be honest with you and tell you this is how I feel or this is what I did. That's Instead all I ever wanted. Right. So that you would not find out. Right. So I had to be honest with you and say, okay, this is what I did. This is what I didn't do. This is the reasoning. And then you still didn't believe me. But then as you start to see it happening more, and I think more than anything else, my temperament had to change. I know for one thing, when I decided to come back, I was like, Lord, I don't know if my husband's going to put his hands on me again, but I'm hoping that he doesn't. I'm hoping that I'm able to see a different Pedro. And my heart was really going out for you because I was like, I wanted to love you like God loves us. You know what I'm saying? Regardless mm -hmm. of the wrong that you was giving me. I still saw a different you. Oh, let's let's point this out too, because you're you don't remember this, but another thing we learned, our children, mm -hmm. it really affected our, especially Bryson. I'm about Bryce. I'm sorry, especially um, our two oldest, the boy and the girl, Junior and Sky, because it got to the point that even if we got into an argument. Now, the kids never, they was too little when I, they to see the abuse. Right. And then we was at the other stage when they was older where we would still have arguments. Mm -hmm. And I would punch something. I would slam something. Or throw something. Or throw something. And um, they, it, would affect, it was affecting them. Where as soon as we start arguing, they'll, start they'll just start crying. It wouldn't even, I mean, the tears would just start flowing like instant, bam, instantly. And we have to. Re, we, I think I held closer to them than I did to you. You know, yeah, I, I think I instead of giving my love to you, I was giving it all to them because I was like, I need to. Now I'm in the protective mode. Now I need to protect my kids because I see now that you're not about protecting us if you treated me this way. So um, I left, not because I didn't want them to have a father in their life. I was trying to figure out a way to keep my children safe and myself. But then at the same time. So in other words, that's why you left the time when you said that you wanted to go look for work. It wasn't that you wanted to look for work. You wanted to get away. I did. And I needed it. When you moved to Alabama. Yeah, I needed it. I needed that time. Okay, you actually just told me that. You never said that before. Yeah, I needed That's the it. first time you just said that. Yeah. Okay. I needed it because. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Cause you never said that. You you put every other excuse except for that. Because I didn't wanna I didn't want an issue. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to fight. I didn't want well something was just getting out of proportion. I just needed the time to to think things through. Cause I was preparing myself to be a single mother. Mm -hmm. I was preparing myself. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna stay in this marriage for because of no finance. I'm not fit to stay in this marriage because, you know, 
because of the children, I was just not going to do it. Yeah, I and that. I was I was preparing myself. I was like, I didn't know what was ahead. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just knew I needed to go. Yeah, and I said, once you figure yourself but I didn't out, let, and the thing was, I let you go every time. I never, you I never, never forced me to. I stay. never forced you to stay. Right. I would plead with you not to leave. You would plead with me. Not Make to a leave. few cry. Pretty much, almost like. But I right, promise you, it was just like God. Blood, but... Right. It was just like God said, Tara, it's time to go. And I left. He he said it's time to leave is putting in effect of separation. But he never told me to divorce you. He never told me to do that. And that's why I was like, I'm not going to give up on my marriage. I'm not going to give up on you. I was just like, Pedro, get some help. Let me ask you this question. Through the abuse, if I didn't help you, when you left, would that made it easier to leave me? Or did me helping you see the good in me, even though I was doing so much, so much bad to you? Do you understand what I'm saying? Even though, oh, helping me in the financial way when I left. No, not just like setting you up. Like right. every time you left, I made sure I we made sure that you made we, sure I have everything. Uh, we everything. made sure we had a place, a car. Right. Mm-hmm schooling everything right. was mm-hmm. on point everything was already set up right we had got the kids to oakwood academy um and things like that you know we had that all set up and everything paid for and already but you go. know even though i was no, I, no I but my ca- question is if i did not do that if you just left and then i didn't contact you or, or tried to be there for you would, would that make it easier to leave yeah because I would have, I, I, I would have known, because I would have known that you wanted to try. Okay. You get what so, I'm saying? Yeah, because even, I'm saying, even though I was being abusive towards you, I was still trying. I was just going through something on my side that right. I was uh, taking it out on you, but I still cared about you. I was still trying to take care of you. Right. I just didn't know how to show you the right way. You didn't know how to show that when we was together. Right. Phys- you know, when we was physically together. When we was away from each other, it seemed like I didn't have to worry about you hurting me. That's a weird thing that you said that because I was thinking about this. And even now to this day, we still do it, but it works better now. Sometimes we get into an argument mm-hmm. and it gets heated. Right. And I just walk away. Which you've never done. Which I didn't do before. In the past. Like, yeah. I'll follow you. Like, you're not talking. I'm, I'm going to make you talk. Right. You, I'm not going to talk. I'll just make you talk. I'm trying to make you still didn't make you talk. I'll try to make you talk, I right. should say. Mm-hmm. But then I'll leave, get in the car, go for a drive, or just go out for a walk. Right. And it's weird. We would then call each other on the phone, and we actually hash it out on the phone. And then when we came back in each other's presence, then we would have another conversation about what we had on the phone and we were able to work it out that way. Right. It seemed like we was doing that when the abuse was happening and you was away. Mm-hmm. So because I wasn't in our reach, I was, I was almost like hope winking you. Does that make sense? I was kind of like tricking you a little bit because I would say, you know, say a good game, say good, say all the right things. Mm-hmm. Then you will come back, and then I'll still, I'll still be abusive. Right. You know, and I know, I, I know, I was doing that to you. You know, and 
I know I was wrong. I knew I was totally wrong for that. But I just want to point out, just it just hit me just now. Right. That that's what I was doing. Because, I, you know, I'm learning as I go along. I'm still learning things about our relationship and the past. And then I'm thinking, oh, man, that's what I was thinking. And that's what she was thinking. And that's why we, this happened. That's why that happened. I just so do you think that was a do you think that was part of it? Because like I was while you was away, you know, we was, we seemed to get along better on the phone than we did in per, at some at some point in our marriage. We seemed to get along better on the phone than we did in person. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, okay. but um, but now now where we are now, I don't have that fear anymore. Right. I'm, I'm not. We're not we're, I wouldn't talk about what we was doing in the past. I'm right. Not, we're on the past right now, just talking about what we, the abuse that was happening, right? The things I did to you, we haven't really even touched a lot of the things that happened. But you know, I I know I was not I was I was just an abusive husband, mm-hmm. and we hid it so well from people, from even close friends, and um, we didn't even talk about we went, um. We saw a couple of people. We saw a couple of professionals. And then we had a couple of friends. Close friends, yeah. Close friends that really helped us through this um, stage of our marriage. Mm-hmm. That, um, And I must say, having close friends that helped me through the process, that, that I was able to call on any time of the day, that helped me. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're going through something like this, you need people that you can trust. Yeah. And... Um, I had some really good friends that I can count on even to this day. And I thank God for it because um, they have also seen us grow to where we are now. Mm-hmm. And um, they see, they know how we was and they see what we are now. Right. And, as a couple. And I, and I don't, I thank God every single day that we at a different space, you know, that my husband is a different person that I had to fall back in love with you again. You know what I mean? As me too, because I, I, I was not in love. I was, I can't love some. You can't love somebody, and be abusive towards them. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn to, to learn to love, respect you, value your opinion, um, make you a part of our, make you a part of me, um, confide in you, um, make you, um appreciate you for what you had done and the things that you were doing and then to show that appreciation because nobody's perfect in this world no and i'm not either and i had to i had to understand that you're my you're my wife you're my queen and i have to treat you that way i can't treat you like you're common folk or like you're nobody you're my wife you're supposed to be right by my side and like i said do all at all you were still by my side even though yeah you left but you was always by my side and you would always protect me you would always say um you want to tell nobody i'm not going to tell nobody i'm not you know i'm not going to tell my family i'm not going to say nothing you know i just i'm just gonna just um you know do the things that i know you just stuck by me throughout the whole thing, pretty much. Even and that's that's why I said that, that's why I commend you so much, and I tell people all the time, you know, and I'm saying it again, like that, um, 
I appreciate you for that because, you know, a lot of the lesser person, lesser woman would have been up and, and out of here. But you definitely saw the good in me. You just was like, okay, I'm going to just keep sticking with it. And I'm just going to keep, you know, pushing through. And um, it definitely um, made a difference and stuff in our marriage. And, and, and I'm just so glad that we had a difference, a different place. Yeah. I see you now and I'm so happy to see you when you walk through the door. Mm -hmm. As before, you would be like, nope, I'm not, I'm not even gonna, you wouldn't even acknowledge me sometimes. I'll just walk in, the kids will say, hi, daddy. You'd be like, you just nod your head or something. Not even do that sometimes. I'm not crying because I'm sad. I'm crying because I'm happy where we are now. Because God has brought us a long way. I have to learn that being a man, you're not a man because you can overpower somebody. Being a man is is being able to be, um, what's the word, vulnerable to other things in life. Being a man is learning to be um, open and you don't have to be hard and and just selfish is to be giving and loving and caring and just because you have a difference of opinion with somebody with your wife or with your spouse and this goes for even women because women abuse men too because I've been abused that way and I've learned that even still I would not I don't hold no ill grudges or ill towards anybody. And I appreciate, I know that you don't hold no ill towards me. I don't. It took a long time for you to. It took me a long time because I used to always say, if you didn't do this to me or you didn't do that to me. Or even worse, when if we got into an argument and if I just used to raise my voice, that would bring you back to the, you remember that? Yeah. That would bring you back to that place. I shut down. You were shut down instantly. And then I learned that I learned that um, I have to talk differently. That made me like, like I said, it's weird. And I, I even last night we was talking, and I said it's funny, and he was like, "It's not funny." And I said, "That's not what I mean." Like you, you just said you're crying because you're happy. So when I say it's funny. I'm laughing to myself. That's just the word I use for laughing. Right. It's funny to myself. Right. Because the things you was doing was helping me to realize what I was doing wrong. And then I realized I had to do it differently. So instead of yelling right off the back, I had I had to learn to be calm. God helped me with that. He helped me with my temperament. He helped me with my anger. Because I definitely had anger issues. Definitely. Because to be fair, I was being abusive towards you, but I was being mean to everybody. I was being mean to everybody. There's only a few people I was not being mean to because they probably was a little bit more angrier than I was. <laughs> and I could deal with And that's maybe where I got along with them. But they'll, you know, tell me off and I'll just look at them like, okay, what you want me to do? <laughs> like, you know, and that's a, I think that used to make you mad. Because she was like, how is it that 
you get, but you're just being like this towards me. You're and, treating people better than you was treating me. Yeah, and and I was, and I was, but like I said, the it just made me, it just made me get understand that I needed to do things differently. I God was talking to me, Pedro. If you're gonna do this, you need to be calm. If you're gonna do that, you need to say it this way. Don't say it this. Don't like I had to learn trigger words. Don't say whatever. Right. Don't call you man because you hated that. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> and don't um, just don't say nothing negative. Like don't call you stupid. Right. Don't call you idiot. Don't even if I said it, you're acting stupid. Right. You're acting silly. That I learned that those are sentences that as a man, I should not be telling my wife. You know, I can say, instead of saying that, I can say, listen, you've been a little irrational. You're not thinking, you're not, you're not, take the emotion out. Let's sit and think about this first. Right. See the difference? Mm-hmm. See, see how it looks? It sounds different. Right. You know, I'm not calling you that because when I say it that way, it, it makes you feel a certain way. Right. So I have to learn that when I talk to you, the way I say things to you would help you and your response to me. It'll help then, me see that you right. really trying to change to be right. a different, different person. And then you started to see that because you started to slowly but surely, because it took a while. It took a long time. It took a while, years. This wasn't like it happened in two, it three months. It didn't happen overnight. No, it wasn't even two, three months. This took years. years. <laughs> yeah, where you then realized like, oh, wait, you know, and I wouldn't even say nothing to you. It I'll wasn't just, until it wasn't until one day, I w- I didn't think about it no more. At one point in our marriage, I always thought about the abuse and what you did, and just the different acts that were displayed. And one one day, I I totally just wasn't thinking about it no more. And that's when I knew God was taking me to a different space. And for me, well, I, realized, I didn't look at you and was like, oh, he used to do this to me. Now I don't have those thoughts. To be fair, I still, even when we was going through the process, there were still times where I thought like I could just choke her. Mm. I'll be honest. And that's what I, that's what I mean by I'm still an abuser. I'm just saved by grace now. God is helping me mm-hmm. to be better at what I do. And it's helping me to understand myself better. Mm-hmm. If I understand myself better, I can then be better toward for God and then for you and the kids. Right. And, um, you know, it was times when I'd be like, you know, I could just, and then it'll be over with. And I, and, but I, I don't have those thoughts anymore. It's just more like, you know, you irritate me because you, you're, you're emotional. And you admit that, but like I said, that doesn't I always mean, have been. Yeah. No, no, no. And like I and I'm saying this because I say it that way because you are emotional, right? You admit that, right? But just because you're emotional, I've learned how to deal when you are when you're being emotional, right? My way of dealing with it before was with force, right? Where now I just deal with it more with a passive approach. And I just you do it in a more loving way. Yeah, do it in a more loving and calm way. And I just, you know, okay, look, I'll go over there. You stay right there. Right. 
and we'll come back and revisit. Now we can have a conversation without things becoming physical. Right. We can talk to each other. Or even becoming heated. Or even becoming heated, yeah. Where we're having like drag out conversations like at the top of our lungs, have the block hearing us. I mean, it was times when you loud. (laughs) I know the block used to hear us. I'm sure they did. And we, 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 we don't I'm proud to say that God has blessed us where we don't do that anymore. It's been years, but it took years to get to that point. Yeah. And, you know, and. Um, it took a lot of, you know, like one of the comments here, I took a lot of sacrifice um, in our marriage. And um, I wouldn't change well, how the, the, the order thing, that, that we are in now. The sacrifice was more on your end. Yeah. You sacrificed a lot. Because first you left Alabama to go to New York. Then you left New York to go to Bermuda. And then you left Bermuda to go back to New York or back to Alabama. It, and know, then you left Alabama to come to the UK. Throughout this whole 16 years of marriage, the whole sacrifice has been you. You know, I didn't have to sacrifice anything. I mean, I'll be honest with you. You don't want to sacrifice at all. And that's why I love you so much for that. Because you sacrificed to be with me to stick it out and so for that i'm appreciative because i know that that was a big sacrifice on your end especially when you don't you don't do well with change i don't and i've changed i made you change like five six times in your life (laughs) it's just like god told me stick it out and you know i i had to wait for the change in you and i'm glad god showed me that you know, and I said, and, and I know God can change anything in any situation. And I knew he can change you. And I just kept praying every day, Lord, change my husband, change the way he think, change to who he is just for himself. I, w- I wanted you to have a relationship with God because I know in order for you to do that, to have that with me, you needed that spiritual change. Mm-hmm. And know? I wanted God to change me, too. So I was asking God to change me and to make me better and but i was still fighting with god back and forth for a long time and even though he was showing things to me i would ignore them and still do what i wanted to do because i was being stubborn and selfish and being about myself and i didn't care about you and the kids in that sense because i was going to do what i wanted to do right and then, you know, I had, to, I had to realize that I'm doing stuff here that's going to ruin my marriage. So I need to do better than what I'm doing. And I, a lot of prayer and meditation and just talking to people, talking to friends, talking to some professionals, um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm the, you know me, I'm not the type that talk to professionals, but when I say professionals, I, I don't mean exactly that they have to be like psychiatrists or a counselor or something. I'm just talking about people that are in the field that know. Um, thank you, Denise. Thank you, Denise. Yeah. I try to be transparent because I feel thank you, Ikano. That um when you're transparent with other people you'll be surprised how many other people are going through the same things that you're going through. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. Like when you first did that, um, our first podcast, 
we had a couple couples say to us, that's how we, that's how my husband acts towards me. And that's how he, he acts towards, you know, you'd be surprised what people are going through in life. Right. And I push for this to happen today. Because I, didn't, I Tara, didn't want to speak on Tara it. Tara didn't want to speak on it. Tara was still fighting me on it. And we actually got into some heated debate about it. Not an argument, just a debate. Because like I said, we're much we're in a different place now. God has blessed us to be in a different place. But um I had to convince Tara. I had to really just keep pushing. I had to keep pushing Tara say that's and that's what you just said Denise I said to Tara I said Tara this is going to help somebody and I, I don't I just felt really impressed for us to talk about this because as we all know especially over here in the UK I it was weird you know I've been here five years but I remember about during the World Cup mm-hmm. there was an ad thing campaign going on about domestic abuse you know, with the World Cup, like if they, I guess if the team lost, the men were going home and beating their wives or their wives, you know, their husbands. And I was, I was really fascinated with that. I was like, wow. And I, I and then I thought like, you know, the holidays and everything. And with the pandemic, this has been a very stressful time for everybody. And, you know, and men and women, but mostly men always fall under that, that, that um that umbrella of saying well you know i'm stressed or i'm um you did that to me you caused me to do it right or you know or i just you know that's my way that's how i love you no that's not how you love somebody mm-hmm. that's not how you you care for somebody and no matter how stressed i am because if I'm stressed, that's just how Tara knows I'm stressed. I don't take my anger out on Tara anymore. I'll probably just stay up to four in the morning mm-hmm. thinking and just trying to figure out stuff. And then Tara will say, babe, you know, you okay? You was up late. She knows when I'm stressed. She knows when I'm thinking of something or when I'm trying to work something out, right. you know, in my, in my soul and my spirit. Whereas before, I would just take that anger out on her. I've learned that my anger... It's not going to do any good me me taking my anger out of my wife. My anger is what it is, but I have to learn to to control it and um, control it and embrace it, and then talk to my wife about the anger, so that maybe she can give me an idea or help me with that anger mm-hmm. with the love that she gives me. Right. And God showed me that over the years, that that's how I could help myself and um, and help us. And I know that's why we're better for it today. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I know, like I said, we still, because we're all in vinegar. We still have our, we still have our disagreements. Yeah, we do. And, you know, like and, and I'm going to say this, and I, you know, I'm going to say this. Tara still yells at me, but not in a bad way. And then she say, I just elevated my voice. And I'm like, no, you yelled. And then we laugh about it. It's weird. We'll actually laugh about it. Right. And like, you know, and I yell too sometimes. Like when I, I don't want nobody to think that we're still, we're like totally um, over this. Right. 
And that's why I said that I'm still an abuser. I know that, but I know now how not to be, how not to abuse my wife or abuse other things. And I learned through God and through him and through his help that I can be a better man to my kids. Uh, one thing I will say throughout this whole marriage and throughout this whole thing is that I think God has always helped me to to be a good father, even when I was being abusive towards my wife. And I never once um, was like that towards my kids. And you're going to test for that. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted, I mean, I want you to kind of talk about a little bit about what you like your feelings now and everything. My fi- I, kinda, my, I did cut you off. From no, no problem. My feelings that. now is, is that um, I'm able to, we pray together. Mm-hmm. We, we talk to each other. We have a long, we have, we have a healthy conversations and, you know, I'm just glad that I, I don't have no fear in my house with my husband. You know what I mean? I don't have to worry about how I you how things used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like God did a, a total 360 in that for me. You know what I mean? I used to hold on to it so much to the fact that I had a hard time um showing Pijo or trying showing Pijo the love that I needed to show him. Now I'm like, I'm happy I'm at a different space where I'm able to 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 do that for him mm-hmm. you know and and to just be good parents for our children to focus on growing together even more with God you know and and, and I, like I said before I just thank God every day that I'm at a different space now in my mind where I can trust my husband I can trust being around you I can trust having conversations with you that is not going to go. The funny thought to cut you up, but the funny thing is, I'm glad that God has given me that that I can trust myself. Mm. I used to always tell you, I was like, I knew you was going through a lot of hurt even back then, and whatever you went through in your past. But I knew, and I always say, hurt people hurt people. Definitely, And, and I was definitely hurting, but that doesn't. That's what I mean. That's what I regret. I should have fixed myself before I got with you because you didn't deserve any of the stuff I put you through. Not one single bit of it. And I know that I put you through a lot. And, you know, um, yeah. So I know that it was just not, it was just not good. But that's what I was saying. But I'm just thankful that God has showed me that I can trust myself because mm-hmm. if I couldn't trust myself we would we couldn't be together I know I wouldn't be with you right now mm-hmm. I'm talking about right now if I, I was know. still going through what I was going through with you in the past we wouldn't be married today I understand and we definitely probably wouldn't even had a third child you may not even have Sky so I <laughs> I know that for a fact yeah that's true Cause it ain't no way I'm putting myself through that again. No, nah, I wouldn't want you to go through that again. The hurt and the pain that I did was absolutely horrendous. And I know that I know that now, and I know it then. And I just, I just want to express that so much 
for somebody that's out there going through this right now um you know you gotta I, we're not we're not gonna say to go get counseling because everybody's different i would say but pray you, pray pray for, pray first, for your husband yeah. or your wife and then but um a lot of people may change and a lot of people won't well let me say this go ahead you can pray and you can get help you mm -hmm. can get to talk to somebody right but when it all comes down to it that the onus is going to be on the person mm -hmm. don't stay in them don't stay in a relationship or marriage that's abusive for the sake not just physical either right for the sake of the children mm -hmm. um some people say, well, Tara, you stayed even though he's been abusive towards you. Right. Um, every case is different. Um, God took us the long way around, but we got to we got to where we're we're on we're ending ending, but we're still work he's still working on us every day. Mm -hmm. But I would just say that only you know, because you was willing to take responsibility for your actions. Yes. And you have to the person that is doing abusing have to take responsibility for the action. They do. They have Definitely. to acknowledge they wrong. That's true. Period. It, it can't be a change if a person is not willing to acknowledge they wrong that they doing to the person. That's true. That's absolutely true from the jump. And without that, it's not going to work. And then just take it day by day. But if you feel that your marriage or your relationship is so abusive that it's going to never get any better, then we would definitely say that you need to step away and remove yourself if you can. Yeah, you're yes. right. You can't. You can't. That's right. It's, that is accountability. Yes, you have to be accountable for yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't have, like, I, you know, your word is your bond. Your word is your what you say. If you don't, if you don't have anything else, that's that's what you have, and some people will say I'm I'm weak for staying in a marriage that, but I don't feel weak at all. I feel that no, God. You're strong. Mm -hmm. You're stronger than strong. You're that, stronger than you're stronger than anybody I know, because through it all, you didn't let the devil. Because the devil is the one telling you. Um, well, let's put it this way: if we didn't if we didn't stay together. We wouldn't have started this. We we didn't even think it was a ministry. We just wanted it to be a podcast. Right. But we're turning it, trying to turn it into a ministry to help others. Mm -hmm. And I never understand why people put acronyms. <laughs> and um, God has blessed us to have all of this stuff here in the UK mm -hmm. that we're able to reach people all over the world and reach people. And, and just tell them our life stories and tell them things about us mm -hmm. and just show that, you know, human beings have problems. People have problems. Mm -hmm. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is. And, and the things that you may be going through, we're going through it too. And we just want to show you that even though we're going through it, God can still bring you through to the, to the light. God can still help you get to that point in your life where you can be happy. Right. Where you could be glad, where you could be no longer sad. I know when we get to heaven, there'll be no sadness, no tears. Mm -hmm. But God can get you there now too. Yep. He can get you to where you're not, where you're happy with yourself. You're not blaming yourself for other things, for things that happened to you or things that you have done. 
God can get you there. You just have to let God lead you. Mm-hmm. You have to find the people that can, true friends that can help you, right. that can support you, that can be there for you. Right. Even if you have to see a counselor, even if you have to see a psychiatrist. Or, or, or a Christian or pastor. Or a pastor right. or an elder. It doesn't matter. You need to get that in your life. You need to get that mentor. The best thing I did was tell model. somebody. The best thing I did oh. was tell somebody about it. At first, I was afraid to, but when I when I finally yeah, I just realized. Up, I just remember something. You did tell somebody, mm-hmm. and they didn't quite understand how to handle it. Right. I'll leave it at that. Right. You did tell somebody from the beginning. Right. And it was not handled exactly the way you thought it should have been handled right but that's here or now that's near that's now that's not you right. know that's irrelevant now but when i did tell the, the the next person i told actually really helped us through it yeah you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah. you was willing to tell more than one person mm-hmm. you didn't just tell one person you told multiple people right and when you can find someone you can trust anybody that's dealing with it man or woman Find someone that you can trust. Find somebody that you can talk to about this. And if you have to get out and is and there's no way of fixing it, then I would say get out. Don't yeah. stay. Don't stay because it's not going to, it's not, like I said, I'm an abuser now, but God has blessed me to, 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 to know my weakness, mm-hmm. to know my triggers to know my points if i know i'm getting real upset and that's a, that's the other thing god has helped me where i when i get real mad now i don't even get real mad now mm-hmm. because i know when i feel it i know to either remove myself or say look i need a minute and just step away or you know and he's we have told both of us where you know where i'm you know where I'm going to. So sometimes you you will stop. You may not say something, you know, to me. Right. But even still, the funny thing you have, you still have said stuff to me sometimes that normally would have triggered me. Right. But I said, you know what? You don't mean that. I'll tell you, you don't mean that. Right. You're just mad. Right. I never used to say that. <laughs> I just get mad and get be abusive. Mm-hmm. But now I said, oh, you don't mean that. You're just mad. Right. And I just laugh it off. Mm-hmm. And that's only the testament of how God has, how much God has brought me at this point in my life to where I am now. But I'm just glad that He has helped me and helped us, helped me first to help us, right? To be the couple and the parents and the husband and the wife that He wants us to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I give all grace and honor to God. All glory for that. All glory mm-hmm. for that because that definitely was um, something that was not easy to to. He pretty much broke me down. I know. I nothing. pray for God to change your heart. I said, Lord, because it's the heart that needed to be changed. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, just change his heart, please. I, I used to play that, pray that prayer all the time. Like, Lord, please just change his heart. Let him see his ways. Let him see what he's doing. Wow. And he definitely showed out. We also want to say that there's also organizations that you can call. There's 800 numbers. 
Uh, we did look up some, but only in the UK, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, there's. Thank like, you, thank you, Cammy. Thank you, Cammy. I, I saw her comments, and thank you, Denise, for your comments too. I saw for yours, everyone for all of your comments. for all your comments and for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you pretty much have uh, a women's aid. They will help. They help. Uh, they have one for men's advice line mm-hmm. for those men that need some advice or may need to have a better understanding of why they're feeling the way they're feeling. Right. And they just need to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And then you also have um, National Center for Domestic Violence, which is 800-970-2070. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you need help, if you need any kind of if you need anybody to talk to, and I tell all my friends this, I tell all my people that I know, if you ever need to talk, um, you can reach us at thegoddessministry at gmail.com. Um, again, it's thegoddessministry at gmail.com. Yes. You can also, I think, I put, yeah, you can call me at 77 386 Um or if it's uh, in the U.S., it's um, plus four four seven seven one nine three eight six two zero nine, and um, I can help you get to. Because, like I said, I'm not a professional, but I can get you to to we, someone. That to can. someone, we've already talked to a pastor, right? Who's willing to counsel if you need counseling, right? Or if you need um, help, or mm-hmm. if you need to just talk to somebody. And you don't want to talk to me or to Tara. Right. Um, we, and it'll be co- strictly, condemf- um, say the word? Confidential. There we go. I can't say the word. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so if you just email us at, like I said, the Ministry at gmail.com. Right. The goddess ministry at gmail.com. And also my cell phone number two, plus four, four, um, seven, seven. Zero seven seven five six four sixty six ten eighty. I just got used to my number, you know. No, that wasn't it. It was you gotta say it again. I don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's plus four four seven five six four six six one zero eight zero. Right. That's the number. Right. Yeah. And we'll we'll probably put it the, at the links. Of our YouTube page, right. at the Goddess Ministry YouTube page, right. we'll put our information there, right. and put some other information if you need help or if you need um, assistance in anything. Just please, um, if you're going through this situation right now, please try to get help or get yourself to safety. Right. Also, if for the men out there that are being abusive towards their wives. Um, as we uh, talked about on another show, man up. You don't have to do that to your wife. You, we have to treat our wives like the queens they are. They're not our property. They are not our possession. They are not our, um, what we can do, anything we feel like. We have to treat them with the respect and the honor and the glory that they deserve. And if you have an issue or if you need to talk to somebody, like I said, you can give me a call, you can email us, and I'll be happy to talk to you. 
Right. I'll be happy to um, direct you in the right way to help you. But first you have to admit that you have a problem. Yeah. First you have to admit that you are an abuser. Mm-hmm. First you have to admit that you need to make yourself better. Because um, one thing I can say is if I didn't have my wife, I honestly don't know where I would be right now. And I know that for a fact. So I'm so glad she stuck through it with me. To all the bad and even the good sometimes that we had. But a lot of the bad, all the bad that we had, she stuck through it. And I'm just appreciative of my wife. I love you. I love you too, babe. <laughs> so is, you want to say something more? That That was pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. She hates when I say that. <laughs> she hates when I ask that question. I just didn't know how to put it. <laughs> I just want to thank everyone for watching and coming on this platform with us um, as we talk about our testimony. I really feel like it's a um, like it's helping us. Don't you think, Bae? Oh, it's definitely helping us. Yeah. That's what I said to you. I said us doing this would not only maybe help somebody listening. But it would, it would help us because we really don't we don't talk about this anymore, right? And we and it's good to talk about the past. You know, I don't believe in talking about the past, but I, I think it's good to talk about the past because, you know, that's how you heal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think that I I don't think I know that this definitely helped us today. It did. Um, before we go, we are going to pray. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for getting us through this program that was so deep and dear to our heart, for allowing us to get through it in a timely manner. And we ask God that anybody that was listening or will be listening, that you can impress on them if they're in a dangerous or a situation that they need to get themselves out of, that you can provide that way or that need that they can find their way to safety because right now they may not think that there's no way they can get out of it. We ask that God that you will open up the doors and close the doors that need to be closed. We ask you, we want to thank you, Lord, for our marriage, for allowing us to be able to put this out on a platform that maybe help somebody and definitely help us as we talk about it in the healing process and just the process of just making us better, better human beings to each other and to others. We ask that you be of everybody that was listening today. Watch over them, protect them, keep us all safe and sound throughout this week. Let us all have a good night's sleep. And we just want to say thank you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. Continue to bless us and watch over us until you come. For this, I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddard's Real and War talk show. Do, do, do.